Welcome to the Whatever Podcast. I'm Erica. I'm Annabelle. Uh, here we are, back at it again, your favorite duo. Did um, you miss us? Ow, I just smacked myself in the face with this microphone. I'm going to adjust my gain a little bit because my waveforms are low. That's better. Um, yeah, we missed you guys. We missed a week. I got some DMs about it. People were not happy. Um, Brandon, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but Annabelle was out of town living her best life last week, and... I tried to find a co-host worthy enough to to just take over for a week, and alas, my search fell short. So I decided yeah. it was better to just take the week off than that was my bad. The day before I left, I texted Erica. I was like, "Oh, by the way, we'll be here to record." Yeah, we were, she was like, <laughs> she was leaving on like a a Friday because we could have recorded Thursday. early if I would have been organized. But I'm not organized. No, it's funny. She was like, "Do you want to record like Wednesday or Thursday?" And I'm like, "Let's record like Thursday." And then Wednesday night comes. She's like, "Oh." Did we say we're recording tomorrow? I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm not home at all tomorrow. <laughs> like not, not even for a minute. I'm like, oh, well, I guess. That's how my brain works. The amount of things this week that I just scheduled like 10 things at once and had to let nine things down. It's really an issue. Listen, one out of 10 doctors recommend that you let nine out of 10 things go or something like that. I don't know. That's deep. I'm not a doctor. I'm holding on to that. Um, Thanks for clarification. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Jeez. Um, we have another packed lineup for you today. I wish I could tell you what it was, but we really just winging this one. I am um, exhausted and Annabelle is as lively as ever. So yeah, I'm just sipping on my homemade pumpkin spice latte. I don't care if you're a hater and think I'm basic. It's good. She is. She has the whole like beaker thing. I don't know what it's called. Still to the chemex. Is it a chemex? chemex. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Moreover. So I guess I did know what it was called this whole time. I just called it the beaker with the cork around the middle. <laughs> okay. I'm going to ask you a question, Erica. What makes something basic? Let me let me explain. Let's get into it. So, for example, let's just talk about pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. A lot of people think it's good, which means... I do not think it's good. A lot of people do, do though. I know. <laughs> which means it became very popular very quickly. Right. And now this time of year, it's very popular. Right. Why is something that is so popular suddenly become so basic? For example, there's like certain Instagram filters. They look really cool. They do. But because they got so popular, they suddenly became basic. So why do things like what is the difference between something being good and something being basic or like something being popular? Dang, that's a really good question. I wonder what Urban Dictionary has to say about that. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. Ah. You know, I think it's a trend thing. Like, I feel like something's basic quote quota. No, something's basic ability or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Ability to be basic or quoted for being basic or whatever. It's like based on cult what culture says is like cool or not. You know what I but mean? But like, I get that because for example, like I was watching a fashion blogger on YouTube last night and she completely roasted this outfit she wore one time and it was literally an outfit to the T that I wear every single week. Every single day. And I was like, uh, and she was like, could it get more basic? And I was like, uh, but it's like, I can see how that was affected by culture. Like culture told me to wear that outfit. So yeah. I do. Right. But culture can tell me that pumpkin spice latte is good. But if my taste buds, buds <laughs> Your taste do buffs. not think it's good. Yeah. They're not going to lie, like yours. Yeah. I just don't like pumpkin flavor. Ah, a good pumpkin bread. I've only had like one in my life though. Anyway, I'm not going to go on a pumpkin tangent. Um, No, I, no, I get, I get what you're saying. It's like, I know, but it's like, it's like, it's not like that with sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. People love sports and it's not like that with like 
It's not like, oh, it's basic. Oh, every dude every, in that football jersey oh, is so yeah. basic. Well, yeah, but then you have like the stereotypes of like um, dudes that hold up fish in every picture that they have of themselves <laughs> or like whatever, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's funny. Speaking of football or sports, football, whatever, it's so funny. I, which is, this is a culture thing too, so funny. So if you're listening to this, and you're in Florida, I'm going to break your heart if you're listening to this and you're in Alabama. I might still break your heart if you're an Auburn fan. I'm a huge University of Alabama fan. I know it means nothing to you, Annabelle. It means a lot to a lot of other people. I'm and that. just so you know, they're winners. They just win everything. Not their fault, but mostly their fault. And I can't help that I just love a winning team. And I did not pick the team based on them winning. I picked the team because of the if you if you read their values or everything you anything it like of the that colors. i did pick it because no 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 <laughs> i just love i love the university of alabama and so um it's funny like i get a sh- like last night i was shooting a wedding and college football just started up this past weekend and alabama played missouri university of missouri or something yeah missouri tigers and they beat i mean they 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 beat they didn't have a chance they got destroyed and at the third quarter it was like 28 to 8 and I went up to um, a friend of mine that was at the wedding. He was watching. He's a, ten- a huge Tennessee fan. And I was like, yeah, man, Alabama is just destroying the Tigers. And he looked at me like, ah, you're one of those. And it's funny because I'm just like, why am I ashamed of the fact that I love a winning team? You yeah. know what I mean? But I get scared to say like. Because they probably thought you just chose it because they were winning. Because they're winners. Yeah. But everyone also hates them because they always win. That's besides the point. Not my fault there's um but it's just funny but yeah sports are not basic i, I, I but they kind of are too if you pick a, te- a certain team or whatever i don't know it's just and also who decides when it's basic and who's not like who's the ultimate judge of that right there is basic uh, yeah dude i don't know it starts with one person's commentary and it gets picked up over time i guess i don't know i don't i don't know it's like a group it's like a group consensus at, at, like subconsciously or something yeah. like that like i don't know a basic white tee and blue jeans just casual gray outfit. Add some, what is it called? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea what it's called. I'm waiting for you to tell me. What are the vans? The black and white. What is that? Um, the checkerboard. Checkerboard. The checker vans. I could not think of the word checker. Nice. That was difficult. But add some checker vans, and suddenly the outfit is basic. I, that's not. Uh, no, I feel like it's the personality too. I don't know. It's the personality of the person. I guess. I don't, I don't know. know. I just came up with that example in my head. I don't yeah, know if that's even that's accurate. A, that's an interesting. I don't know if that's basic that's or not. That's an interesting concept. Um, wow. That's so interesting. Talk about focusing on yourself. I had a meeting with um, someone I really, really respect this week about just some stuff I've been walking through. Man, that just sounds so heavy already. I hate that. But anyway, I, the point is good. We were talking about this before we hopped on here to record. Um about just the idea of like focusing on yourself, not in a narcissistic way. Don't, don't giggle over there. No, I was just um, laughing because we had this whole conversation. I was like, dang, the entire we should record. <laughs> yeah, we had the entire conversation and Annabelle's like, eh, we should hit record on that whole thing. But um, I had a, I had a conversation with someone I really respect this week just about some things I'm working, again, walking through. And just, um, I feel like I've been in a season recently where I'm realizing some things about myself I didn't necessarily know. And I feel like, and I don't know if you felt this way before, Amber, or maybe, maybe have you have to speak to it. Have you ever felt like almost like fake it till you make it? Like you kind of, like, it's almost like keep faking it until you don't feel it anymore. And what you're supposed to feel it's supposed to be like, if you're not happy, 
you keep acting like you're happy till you're happy in some oh, way. Oh, 100%. Sorry, yeah, I Sorry, didn't no, really I was, explain it well until I hit that point. <laughs> no, <laughs> I knew exactly what you meant. I was trying to think of a sarcastic joke to be like, no, I oh, always feel fantastic. And then try to make you feel... Your <laughs> eyes were searching. I saw it. But um, yeah, but you felt that way before, right? Oh, like, I'm not crazy. Too often. I feel like a lot of people, and I feel like that's like... And I feel like it's like a common phrase that it's like almost socially acceptable. To be like, yeah, just yeah, fake just it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. And, and then people are like, oh, okay. And in some th- and in some appropriate settings, that is totally accurate. Like in some things, when you're not feeling confident enough to do something, when you're totally inept, like not inept. Why wow, that's not the right. When word. you don't think you're inept to, I just Wait, sorry. Use the same one. <laughs> you fake it till you make it because it turns out you actually can. Exactly. So if you don't feel confident about accomplishing something, like reaching a goal, you fake it yeah. till you make it. Like even if you may feel like inadequate, you 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 like you fake your confidence yeah. till you get your confidence. As opposed thing. to like if. For example, I'm really bad at numbers and money. If I decided to be a financial advisor, I would be faking it and I would never make never it. And I would just be it. ripping these people <laughs> off and it would be really, really bad. <laughs> Basically. And so I, I feel like when I feel like that's just like a normal, such a normal thing, you know, fake it till you make it. And so there have been a lot of things in my life I'm realizing recently that I have faked it, never made it and never will make it until, you know, you had have the honest conversation with someone. But anyway, so I'm talking, I'm talking to this person I respect about that realization I had. And, uh, you know, she said to me and it really stuck with me and it's something that people, my mom will be mad when she listens to this. Cause it's something I'm sure she's told me like 57 bajillion, whatever number of times she's told me this, but she basically was like, you know, you need to just laser focus on yourself and not worry about what's what's going on around you. And, you know, it's something we hear all the time and everyone talks about the comparison trap and yada, yada, yada. You've heard it 10 different ways and seen on 10 cute little quote things on Instagram. And you've seen, you've seen the stuff, you know what I mean? But I just don't know what it, I don't know. It was the heart of how she said it to me because again, it was someone I very much respect or just the moment in time and the way things were said and the order of things were said. But it really stuck with me, you know, like you need to laser focus on yourself and not worry so much about people around you because that's where genuine contentment comes. Because you're, yeah. you're never content if you're always just looking around at everyone around you, wondering what they're doing, why they're doing it, why you're not. But if you take up every opportunity that comes your way and you do, and I've talked about this before, you know, your personal best and you know, like you gave everything you could to it. I, I What, what else is there to compare to, you know? Yeah. And, um, so I left, I left that conversation, left that office and walked out and a friend of mine, um, was sitting outside. She just happened to be sitting out on a couch in like the lobby, um, where I work and she stopped me, you know, and she said, Hey, um, you know, I just wanted to tell you about something, you know, I'm pursuing. And, you know, when I think of you, I think of someone I never have to like compete with. I just think of someone that, you know, you would actually be happy for me in this endeavor I'm pursuing. That's literally the biggest compliment anyone could ever give huge compliment and it affirmed me so much and she was just telling me about this she she was writing a book and so she wanted me to be one of the first people to know before she had made a public announcement and stuff and you know i was supremely honored that she stopped me and you know when it comes to her her and i've been friends for not an incredibly long time but she's one of those people where i've met her and we've just had like a genuine connection just from the start just because i don't know if it's like hardness or what it, whatever it is um our personalities just mesh really well um and, and, you know, I feel the same exact way about her. I feel like she's never had to do anything to compete with me. We've each just been our own person. Yeah. And we've been able to share and, like, delight in the things that we've gotten to do. And it's been really cool to be able to actually genuinely cheer people on. And I feel like that's hard hard to find. Like, people that actually, like... Like, I, just, I don't know. If I think about you, if you, anything you do and I get to cheer you on for, like, I'm genuinely 
so freaking proud of you. She, I'm going to brag on her for a bit. She was at work and she, they told her like, you know, you're one of the best coaches we have at work. And I saw from that day, she told me that they gave her that, you know, affirmation. And like a week later, Annabelle completely changed as a part. Like I just saw her walk more confidently. She was more excited about work. And I was genuinely, genuinely so happy for, I'm like, (laughs) I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now. Like think about it. Like, because that, that for her, that was so much. It wasn't just like a little compliment. It was so much. And Erica had known like right before literally that same week I was just talking about, cause Erica was like, do you think you're good at your job? And I was like, no. I straight, yeah, I straight up had asked you if you thought you were going to do your job. And so I, it meant so much to me. And so I feel like finding people that care about you with no, um, without any like agenda, it's hard to find. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I feel like everyone has some sort of And it's agenda. so hard just out of own insecurity. Like there's people that I'm so genuinely happy for. But the second I log on to Instagram and see that they just got engaged after dating for six months, I'm going to be excited for them. But the first thing that comes to mind is that competition of like, ah, they did that before I did. And that's something I wanted to do. Or like, I'm sure like at some point, Erica, you might want to write a book. So you could have easily heard your friends tell you that. Be like, yeah, I just decided I'm going to write a book. And as much as you were going to be excited for them, you could have also immediately been like, ah, I was going to do that too. You just did it before me. Yeah, for sure. But that wasn't the case. No. And, uh, and it was funny, it actually spurred me on to keep, I am writing a book and I stopped it, you know, because of some stuff that had happened again. I don't know. It was just like a really emotional thing. And the book was kind of like attached to this really emotional situation I was in. So I stopped writing, but she told me that I was like, man, like I need to finish my book. And she was like, you need to finish your book. And she like meant it. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, all that to say, I know that's like a lot to say, but what I'm trying to say is the person I respected telling me, you know, Hey, laser focus on yourself and don't worry about everything around you walking out getting the affirmation of like man you know i i know i can trust you to be genuinely happy for me was just a reminder to me that like we should not we have to be so aware of the fact that we have to you know we have to pay attention to ourselves and it's not in a narcissistic way again but in a way of you know what comes my way comes my way yeah and i don't know if some people listen people that listen to this are people of faith people that listen to this don't have any faith in anything or faith in different things than i believe in and that's okay like which is really really cool because i get to have some cool conversations about with people with different perspectives i think that's what makes life enriching yeah for the people of faith not listen people of for the people that are not the same faith as i am this might be weird but for me in my christian faith you know i believe that what god has for me god has for me and it can't be taken away from me yeah. and so at the end of the day you know if i if i call myself a christian and i say that i believe in god and i know that god wants to be in relationship with me i have to know that you know the things that land in my lap god ordained for me to have in my lap and the things that are not in my lap or not for me to have and that's okay yeah. you know and um yeah, it's just it's just interesting. I don't know. It's just a really unique perspective shift for me. It really, and I I I was telling you about before we hopped on here too. Like I just feel different. Like I feel a lot more content because even within the short time between that conversation to now, like I've pract- been really intentional about practicing that, and it just made a huge difference because I'm yeah. not worried about what everyone else is doing. And um, yeah, that's I don't really know. cool. Yeah, I feel like people always talk about self care in the fact of like doing a face mask, getting your nails done, getting your hair done. Yeah, but that's it goes like so much deeper than that. I don't know. My favorite podcast, um, other than this one, of course, is <laughs> um, it's called That Sounds Fun with Annie F Downs, and 
it's kind of like a faith-based podcast type of thing and she talks about different stuff but I am very similar to her I don't know if you guys know anything about the Enneagram but we have the same personality type that kind of thing so I just really relate when like hearing her talk and last week in her podcast she was just talking about how she is so scatterbrained she is so everywhere she is so unorganized and she can become very much like not present and just let so many people down right because of this right and that's exactly like i just said that at the beginning of this podcast that's right. exactly how i am but she is now she just turned 40 and she is so disciplined and has put so many different disciplines in her life right. to make sure that she isn't like that anymore yeah and it's so hard for her, but she focuses so much on self-improvement. Right. And that's what she just keeps saying. And right. for me, so often, I'm like, oh, it's just how I am. I'm unorganized. I'm always letting people down. Same exact way. But I don't actually spend the time to self-improve and actually get better. And she is just like, she hates being home. She hates doing chores. Like, she'd rather just be out every night with her friends. Right. But then her house gets covered in laundry. She doesn't have any food to eat, like all this stuff. So she literally reserves Monday nights. She doesn't do anything, but forces herself to stay home and do those chores. That sounds awful. And she says that sounds awful, but she has that in place to be a better person. And because of that, it sets up the rest of her week where she's actually able to do these other things. That's just like a small example of some of the things she was saying, but it's like she worked, like she genuinely works as hard as she works at her job. She also puts so much effort into her own self and like taking pride not just in her work and her job but taking pride in the work she does in her personal life taking pride in what she does as a person in her relationships things like that and it was just something I'd never even thought about like I'm just so busy making excuses for myself that I'm like wow there's actually hope for me (laughs) to yeah actually do self-improvement and to actually like take pride in what I do as a person yeah and it's funny it's easy to put yourself on the back burner I feel like because you're around yourself all the time and it's easy to prioritize other things because those other things aren't around you all the time I'm around me all the time I have as much time in the world with me and it's really easy to put um ourselves on the back burner or whatever I I know I'm really good putting myself on the back burner so I have a really hard time um but I don't know, and I think it's to, I think part of being laser focused on yourself when you're laser focused on yourself you realize the needs of the people around you in a really special way I, I can't, this is the brag on Annabelle episode but I came I'm I fine came with it to, yeah. <laughs> Annabelle loves attention so I'm, not wrong. I'm not wrong I, I want to say I'm kidding but you blatantly <laughs> you straight out said it so I'm not saying anything you have not <laughs> literally said about yourself um, but I came so I came home or whatever I texted her about doing the podcast today I'm beat um, I have only like five hours of sleep and a bunch of caffeine and I did a bunch of morning services at church. I got to sing at church, which was super fun, um, but I'm exhausted and it was an hour away. So um, the, the campus is an hour away. And so Annabelle texted me and she's like, Hey, um, would you want to, do you want to have brunch or something? And I was like, yeah, she's like, do you want like pancakes or avocado toast? And I was like, Oh yeah, like either or, or whatever. She's like, okay, both sounds good, whatever. And so yeah, I, I, I wasn't expecting anything. I mean, I, I knew you were going to make food or whatever. I came here. She had food prepared on a charcuterie board laid out. Which apparently is basic now. No, yeah, whatever. Forget (laughs) it. I liked it and I'm basic then. And it was just so thoughtful. And I don't know, like that probably was like nothing to you or maybe it was something to you. I don't know. But for me, like that for me just gave me a, like, again, I'm getting emotional thinking about like just walking into the house, like, dang, like you cared enough to like think about me. You know what I mean? And, um, 
I don't know. It just like, I feel like, you know, walking through the stuff I'm walking through, realizing how I feel about myself as a person and really being told by people that I trust walking me through saying like, Hey, what if you actually believe that like people cared about you and the things yeah. that people do aren't just doing it just cause whatever. Um, but because they actually care about you. So things like that, like walking in and you caring enough about me to one, like have taken the time to cook and that's your food. Like, you know what I mean? Like money spent on food and time spent for me to be able to come and like sit down and like eat. And I was starving. Um, yesterday I was a wedding and this couple, I, Oh my gosh. I like idolize them. I love them so much. They're, um, they're wedding photographers. I've been following them since I was 15 years old. And the wedding I was at yesterday, it was like a relative of theirs. And, um, it's like a husband and a wife and the husband just says some really kind things to me. He's like, I appreciate you. Like I, we had a really good conversation and I was filming and he knelt down to tie my shoe. My shoe had come untied. Oh my goodness. And I don't know if you know this. I do that every time I see a shoe untied. That's a, I don't know why it's just like a thing I do. Like I immediately kneel down and he tied my shoe and I got like emotional. I was like, man, I'm usually the one that does that for people. That's that such a someone. humbling thing to do too. Yeah. It's a humbling thing You're making thing to yourself do. lower than someone. Exactly. Something that isn't that important, but means is a important. lot. Takes time. Yes. And on top of it, that whole thing, that's just who they are, but to have it be them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone that you look up to so much and respect so much, see you fit. Not that they like dictate my worth or anything, but just the principle of the fact that someone you respect that highly sees you that highly enough that they would kneel down to tie your shoe you know and yeah. again this, this sounds like really simple silly like concepts of things it's the principle and the heart behind the matter that kindness for people goes a long way and when you're not so focused on everyone around you and what they're doing and you're not you get to just focus on yourself separately from them yeah. and them separately from you and you're able to without clouded eyes serve them the way they need to be served or care for them the way they need to be cared about you know the, the people that you know require that not saying every single person in the world you have to go dropping you know what i mean but like you know what i mean like the people that yeah. in your life that that really um are significant so yeah i mean i think with both of those stories talking about like focusing on ourselves like i think the other aspect of all those stories is like again i feel like we talk about this every week but like your words matter yeah so the same time. way when your friend gave you that incredible compliment like those words meant so much. She could have just ran up to you and said, I'm releasing a book. And she could have had all that thought and intent that she shared with you behind that. Right. But the fact that she took time to share it with you. To spill it out. Yeah. And it's so like, I think that's really cool. If we're just really intentional with the people around us, the way that we are caring for them, loving them, making sure that like they have no doubt of what our but intentions even, are. Yeah. But even on the other end of that, the receiving end of that, it's, Affirm, affirm when someone is willing to be vulnerable to express where they're at because it doesn't matter if you know the person for 10 minutes or 10 years it's always hard to express yeah. you know it takes a lot to express how you feel about someone that's leaving someone open to rejection yeah so if someone like someone i went to someone and i was like hey like you're an incredible person blah blah, blah. and they were just like thanks not saying that you go expecting a reaction of someone but if you're receiving it and someone's taking the time out of their day to come and affirm you because they care that deeply about you or they feel that stirred about you as a person yeah. to come and you know pay some sort of compliment or affirm something and you take you know be intentional not rush past the moment and you know ex receive it actually receive it not just brush past it and i'm i get really weird with people affirming things to me in general and i've recently you know i, I you know, with my mentors telling me, you know, actually listen to what people are telling you and don't let it just breeze by you. I was like, ah, oh, man, like people care, you know? Yeah. And it, it, for some reason before, I just thought people didn't care, which is a wild thing to think about now anyway. So 
You're incredible. Thanks. I appreciate it. Well, that was, you know, the same was for this thing to be kind of lighthearted. And that was, that went real deep. And uh, I wish I had a, a dumb story to tell the end of this. But anyway, it is what it is today. That was always next week. I don't know. It was a good, yeah. We, we can try again next week. But um, anyway, guys, hopefully, hopefully if you're listening out there, you're able to take something away from our ramblings today, my emotional, whatever. But I think just an encouragement to everyone, you know, um, laser focus on yourself. It's the most important thing. Um, and care for the people around you intentionally with deep thought and deep heart because everyone needs it right now. The world's a crazy place right now. And I feel like everyone needs something. And whether people want to say it or not, everyone's in need of something. Even if it's ridiculously small or enormously big. And um, the way that we move past that and grow is with each other's help. So um, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for letting us be a part of your day. Thank you for letting us be a part of your day. We love you guys a ton, and we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.